0: Hello and welcome to the Business of Authority. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Rochelle Moulton. Today we're going to talk about clearing the decks to do something new. Yeah. All right. So our, our last couple of episodes, I think th- the three episodes before this, we talked about making new things or something different or, you know, a focus for the year to create things. And uh, we've also both been doing some sort of time-oriented challenges, what with it being the beginning of the year and so forth. Mm-hmm. Nice time to do that. Kind of reset the clocks, reset your schedule, think about what you want to get done for the coming year. And we were talking after the show, I think, last week, and getting all excited about was <laughs> getting all the behind-the-scenes <laughs> from your new uh, Genius Time Challenge, Rochelle. So I kind of wanted to... Uh, Inter- almost interview you about that. We could kind of compare notes on doing challenges, but but how to, you know talking about how this started and kind of give people a tangible example of of the more theoretical stuff we've been talking about. Yeah, Sound like a plan.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Let's cool. do it.
0: All right. So f- so without going into too much detail, what are we talking about here? Like, what is the thing, and then we can back up and say, okay, where did it come from? So, like, what is the thing that you made?
1: Okay. So the thing is a five day genius time challenge. And the idea was, how can you figure out what your genius zone is if you don't know it already, right? Get some clues. And then how can you spend more time in it? So that was the challenge.
0: Cool. And, the, and can you just, if people aren't super clear, can you define what you mean by challenge?
1: So oh, yeah. I, tot- I totally took this from your challenges. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to give it a try. So the idea with a challenge is that I'm going to give you some information. I'm going to give you a video. I'm going to give you some homework each day. And I'm going to challenge you to do something different each day related to, to this topic. And along with it comes a Slack channel, because we both believe that interacting with other people is what makes a lot of this stuff stick. Mm -hmm. So the idea was every day you get a new video and some new homework, and you've got the opportunity to hop over to Slack and um, get input from me, um, from other people, hear some different perspectives. I mean, you could even just lurk to listen to what other people are saying. sometimes that's you know the most interesting thing you do
0: yeah so it's it's a a very special kind of online cohort thing but it's super time boxed that's i think that's where the challenge piece comes in for me it's like it's like a week or two weeks at the most and it's a real sprinty kind of thing like like you're really going to blast through it Uh, not like a a more drawn out thing like the pricing seminar it's like 12 weeks long and it's it's the same format but it is it's a marathon. These are definitely sprinty, and they're designed to get people from zero to one, like get started, get over the hump, have the light bulb turn on. Whatever it is, it's like they're they're really cool. Okay, so so that is what you created. It launched as we're recording this, uh, like a week and a day ago, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: it was last week. Okay, and okay. So now that people know what we're talking about, what was the genesis of this idea like what was what was swirling around in this soup that caused you to like even have this idea
1: well the idea came from you know it's always from clients and and people in the the soloist community that you know talked about their struggles but I just felt like so many of the people I work with struggle with finding either finding their genius or more likely they have chunks of knowledge about what their genius zone is but they feel like they can't find the space to do it and the thing that i love about about finding one's genius is that usually those are things that people are going to pay you more to do <laughs> it's like the things that come the easiest to you are often the things that are complete mysteries to other people right. and they're willing to pay a lot more but um, aside from the money and that's not um, inconsequential. It's really about spending more time doing what you love and making your impact on the world. So, I was thinking about this, and originally I was kind of thinking about uh, like happiness. I've been reading a bunch of um, happiness and time related books, and I was kind of like, "All right, how can I apply this?" In the soloist space, how can I do this in a very practical way? Because tracking your time for a week, you know, you could argue, oh, well, I can't figure it all out in a week. That's probably true, but the the um, the time boxed of it, as you referred to it, helps you get there. It helps you hyper-focus on how you're spending your time. And I just think, you know, time is the most valuable resource we have. So let's, let's use it in a way that makes sense. So this was all swirling around in my head um, around Thanksgiving. And then the beginning of December, it kind of coalesced into an idea.
0: How how firm was the idea like at that point because you know you've got this you get this like okay here's this need uh it can really lead to a lot of happiness this is a good transformation you've probably done it one-on-one with people but how could you do it in in Mm -hmm. some more scalable format were you immediately thinking challenge or were you thinking like maybe this is my next book or maybe this is going to be a video course or maybe this is going to be an email series
1: no i immediately felt like it was a challenge because of the time of year it's what we all turn to in January, right? It's either our time and how we're spending it, or how many pounds we want to lose, or how many you know pounds of muscle we want to gain, right? Right. So yeah, I immediately went there, and it's funny because um, someone in my on my email list wrote to me and said. I don't have time for this. Can you just write the book? And I, I wrote back and I said, well, I would, but there's these two really great books that have already been written on it. This is actually a time saver. And he, he laughed and signed up for the,
0: for the challenge. Oh, <laughs> well, That's a funny way to put it. It's like you could buy the book, but this will be way faster.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, and I would encourage people to buy either or both of those books. They're terrific. Um, he doesn't really talk about how to do it he talks right. more about what it's like when you're there. Right. But uh, so that was, I, I wanted to really get into the, the nitty gritty and how to, it didn't feel like a book topic for me. Somebody mm-hmm. else might like to write that book, but.
0: Yeah. And I, I found with challenges, it's like, uh, I, I will gravitate to a challenge format or at least a cohort format when knowledge isn't the problem. It's like everybody knows how to get washboard abs and be a millionaire, but no one does it. Mm-hmm. Very few people do it. So it's like, it's not knowledge that you need. So in situations like starting a podcast, one of my challenges, it's like, you don't need more knowledge. You need to like stop being afraid and just do it. And it, and having a group of people is the perfect context for people to, to be like, Oh, this isn't as scary because I see these other people who are just as scared as me, but their idea sounds great. Maybe my idea sounds great to them, you know? So it's, it's just a, a situation that's perfect for. The thing that you're trying to accomplish
1: yeah and i think in this case there there was some knowledge to be gained because and it it was self-knowledge right it's not that they had to go to a book to learn this but it was they had to really look at how they're spending their time and and that's what i was trying to do is to give them the tools that they could use well beyond the week in fact the slack room is open till the end of the month but Mm. the tools are forever Right, So anytime that that, um, you feel yourself coming into or out of your genius zone, you can use these tools to get you back in the right spot for you.
0: Mm, Cool. Okay. So so it's around Thanksgiving, maybe a little later. You've got these ideas floating around. Boom. It pops together. Uh, You know it's going to be a challenge format. What was, well, before I ask that, did you do a listening tour? No. (laughs) Okay. Why not? (laughs)
1: I didn't want to. (laughs) Right. You just
0: want, you just, I know, I know this because we talked about it. You just wanted to do it.
1: I just wanted to make it. And it was one of those things. And this is not true of everything that I've done, believe me, but I just wanted to make something small that had an outsized transformation relative to the price that aligned with my point of view and kind of my content tracks and felt good. Felt good to, Put together, felt good to launch. Um, felt good to watch people get it. You know, f- again for them because it, it's such an individual experience about what your genius is and how you're already spending your time. So yeah, I just wanted to do it. Nobody was going to talk me out of this. What I didn't <laughs> know though is I didn't know if it was possible to do this. And I was, I was kind of thinking, is this a five day ta- challenge or a ten day challenge? Mm-hmm and And I, you know, again, I wasn't sure um that I could produce this. Like, is this even possible? And so, yeah, so I had to do it to prove that it was doable. I wasn't a hundred percent sure mm-hmm. I could create this
0: right well, okay, that was that was where I was going to go next, which is what were the, the what was the order of operations once you Knew you were just going to try. I'm just going to do it. I don't care if nobody buys it or nobody joins. I'm just going to do it. I want to, I want to just test the whole idea. How, like, what was the first thing you did? Like, was it outline the content? Was it do research? Was it figure out how to set up the plumbing of the whole thing?
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go back a little bit more than that. I mean, the first thing I had to do was clear the decks. Because I, I had this idea, like I said, around Thanksgiving. And I think it was the week after when the genius piece kind of hit. And so I had this kind of in the back of my mind, but I wasn't do anything, doing anything about it. Like I wasn't, I hadn't elevated it to the level of a project. And really by happenstance, like this was not intentional, I happened to read, because you and I have talked about this for a while, um, David Allen's um, book, uh, Getting Things Done. Mm-hmm and I like to think I'm pretty organized generally but there were some things in his book that I wasn't doing and so I I tried them and it it took it was probably the course of a week um where I embraced his definition of a project, which is much smaller than I had thought of as projects. And once I finished kind of figuring out how I was going to handle a few different things, and I, I followed some of his systems, and I used some of my own that have been, you know, really effective for me, all of a sudden, and it was getting all these things that were floating in the back of my head down, right? They were out of my head, and they were in a physical form. All of a sudden. Like I could see it. I was like, I can do this. And oh, I better do it now if I'm going to launch it at the beginning of the year. And so this was probably the middle of December. So that had to happen first for me. I mean, maybe I would have, you know, eventually gotten my act together and to do it in time for the first of the year. But it was clearing the ducts of this stuff that was taking up an outsized portion of my headspace that was like nothing. It's like stuff I could just do in my sleep.
0: Yeah, let's let's get a little bit more specific here because I think I know what you're talking about, but it's still a little bit in hazy terms. Because so, what it sounds like is you, is y- your head was going, it sounds like, I don't think this is the case, but it could be interpreted as your head was kind of going in circles, um, but it wasn't, it doesn't sound like a time thing yet. It sounds more like a focus or like, you know, uh, efficiency thing or something. So like what were, yeah, I know what you mean though. It's like that swarm of bees around your head and you're just like yeah. swat at that one, swat at that one. And you, you never get rid of the swarm unless you do something more than swat at them. So like what, what are some examples of things that were taking up? It feels like, it feels like your creative energy was sapped, but it wasn't a time problem, but maybe I'm That's, wrong.
1: Yeah, no, you're actually, you're right. So it, it, this was, in the holidays, and like many women, I have responsibility for a whole lot of stuff that's not related to our work with the holidays. So I was hosting people, I was sending gifts all across the planet, I was doing like all that stuff, but I hadn't really written it down. I would only write it down like after I found the perfect gift for somebody and had ordered it, or, or you know gotten it, then I would write it down. So I had all those bees in my head. And then I also had a bunch of this, you know, similar bees hornets um, that were related to my work life. And the thing about the David Allen system that really helped me was his definition of a project is anything with two steps or more. And so many of the things that I hadn't written down had like two or three steps. And they seemed so inconsequential, like that they weren't worth writing down. And so all I did, it was really simple. I created a few more categories in my email. I'm now inbox zero. And um, uh, I'd always track certain things on the notes function on my phone. I now put all of the grocery lists and stuff on that. And he, my husband goes and does them, but I make the list. So, you know, I, I would give that to him. And I invested, I think, I don't know, $46 a year something like that for Todoist, mm-hmm. which sends me an email every day and tells me what I need to do. Um, and then the last thing was to just write down every single Project. Mm. So I had a project about buying Christmas gifts. I had a project around um, certain things that I'm working on in the house. I had my project for the Genius Time Challenge. And looking at that, I, I went, that's what I need to be doing. I don't need mm-hmm. to worry about changing the lights in the garage right now. <laughs> what I really it need to worry about is this. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds ridiculously simple, but I just I had to do that and I again, I'm very organized, I get a lot done. So yeah, it wasn't about not having the time. It was feeling like I didn't have the time because those things in my head were were of outsized importance relative to what they really were.
0: Yeah. It you know what it feels like to me? It's like all of that stuff that I'm trying to keep in in RAM you know computer term <laughs> all that stuff i'm trying to keep in ram is sending me notifications it's like don't forget to don't forget to do yes. this don't forget like to do that like the pings don't on your phone right it's like sending me these notifications all the time and whenever I, and, and whenever i'm going to do something hard then those notifications really distract me because i because the resistance wants me to go change the light bulb in the garage mhm instead of doing the th- working on the book or working on the workshop or the challenge or whatever the thing is it's like okay i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna summon my creative energy and try and get into the zone it's like ding don't forget to take out the garbage oh i gotta take out the garbage first
1: <laughs> no that's exactly it
0: so for oh, me, and, yeah.
1: and on top of that um, I had to create a system for both my husband and I, uh, you know, part of this is having an inbox. Well, I don't want a big giant inbox on my desk. So I bought a pile of pink sticky notes for me and blue sticky notes for Harvey um, mm-hmm. and said, okay, here's my inbox. Here's your inbox. If you need me in the middle of my workday, you write a note on this and you put it on the stick it on my this corner of my desk, which is my inbox. Mm-hmm. Huge. Nice. Huge. Yeah. I don't. We don't interrupt each other, which we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like all these little things that get in the way, and it's not even about being productive. It's about using your genius. Because mm-hmm. I think when I hear productive, it feels like work. Well, here's an example. So when I got the Todoist app, it allows you to set all these things. So for example, I could say Project A. Here are the ten steps, and I could build it into the to do app as individual steps now if I do that I have to add a date to it I didn't want to do that I did that for one project and I went "Ugh, yeah I feel like I'm in a factory
0: right
1: I don't want to do this so instead I I have my projects and what I do is I I flip through the list and go what would be the most fun to do like, right now. And obviously, there are things I have to do. That's a different category. But when I have the extra time, these are the things that I want. And the minute I had all those projects outlined and I saw the genius time challenge, I'm like, babe, it's now or never. <laughs> you, you got to do this. And I wanted to. Like, I was so excited and it was so fun. Whereas had I tackled it without clearing the decks, I it just wouldn't have been as
0: joyful. Right you feel like you're letting something fall through the cracks or yeah, I I, t- I completely yeah. know the feeling. I talked about this in the, I did a webinar, a private webinar a couple of weeks ago called ruthlessly simple time management. And anybody that was on that will recognize this, this concept where it's, it's like the interruptions also software developers know this just because it's a, it's a existential skill. It's like, you can't be a software developer and let yourself get interrupted you, just, you mm-hmm. can't do it it's not a job that lends itself to that so these whether the interruptions are coming from inside of your head or your phone pinging you or someone knocking on the door or whatever it is it's such a fragile construction this kind of genius zone or in the whatever is the zone thing is and you're just like having fun you're losing time in a good way time's flying uh, almost anything can pop that bubble so having all of that stuff out of the way is just massive and mm. and this is just a great example of it you know you had you're like you're like oh, i don't know i'm going to do this, this is, uh, i'll i'll get around to this and then you took inventory this is another thing i talk about take inventory of everything empty out that corner cabinet and be like okay what is in here do i really need all of this stuff and well i am curious when you when you did write all of that stuff down uh you obviously it. it allowed you to prioritize it because you could see it. Mm-hmm. And was there anything that you just totally deprioritized or like, yeah, maybe someday or like, let me just. Yes. This.
1: I moved a couple things to the maybe someday list, even though I know I'm going to do them. I just didn't want to look at them every day. Yeah, uh, There were some things I took off. <laughs> 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 it's like, No, I'm not. I'm. I know I'm not going to do that. And writing it down makes it clear that I'm not going to do that. Um, The other thing is, I did delegate some of the things, um, (laughs) the the home things. I gave some of those away. Right. Um. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't that generous of me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Okay. So so that's perfect. That was the whole point of this episode. So I'm glad you backed up and talked about that. So once you did say you know, you're like excited. You're like looking at it. You're scrolling through your project. You're like, ooh, I get to work on this today. Yes. What What were the steps for going through that? Not to belabor the, the sort of tactical aspect of this, but I'm sure people are curious.
1: Yeah, so... And I think this would vary depending on what it was I was working on. But for this, my core question was, can this be done? Or, you know, can I do it? I should put it a different way. Can I do this? And I decided to focus on five days because I felt like it put more pressure on the participant to really pay attention on those days. So I thought, all right, let's see, can I do this? And so what the first thing I did was, all right, what would I do? I, I, I blocked it out, like, what would I do on day one? And, the, you know, the big challenge was, you know, the time tracking, because you can't just track one day, right? You need more than a day, but you can't start on the exercises on day two without having something to work with. So, <laughs> so that's, for me, it was about the, you know, can this be done? And I blocked it out. And I, yeah, I think that's doable. Now, how? And so my first step was, was really the building of it. That I, I, What's going to be in the video? Like, what do I want to say for somebody to then be able to do the homework easily? And the homework, each one was an exercise. And that was in a, um, a Word doc and a Google doc. And it needed to, to, to flow. And so I did first drafts of what i wanted to say in the video like an outline and then the exercise i built the exercises Mm -hmm. each one for five days to because i felt like i had to do that to prove it could be done
0: right to fit like to without being ridiculous to fit it into five days yeah something that would be because it is it is kind of over the top any that's part of the as you said it like it drives engagement and focus uh but it, it is a little over the top to be to you know, for a lot of these things, squeezing it into five days is part of the mechanism that makes it work because it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. In fact, but you don't one want of to the,
0: be too crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, and and that's what I wasn't sure about. And, you know, until you do it, you don't know. But I had a question from someone who did decide to participate that said, this week isn't like my usual week. Like I'm on site with a client this week and I don't usually do that. Right. Should I should I do the challenge or should I wait? And I explained about, you know, you're getting the tools. So it'll be interesting to see if you ever want to do an on-site client again. So that'll be helpful. But you'll also want to track your time the following week, mm-hmm. right? When you're back to a normal, quote unquote, and then see how that compares. Right. So, yeah. And that was the other piece is that I really, I wanted, because I was squeeze, arbitrarily squeezing it into five days, I wanted to make sure that, the, the exercises, you know, that they could download them and keep them, right? Mm-hmm. And that they could keep using them. And that some of the questions in the exercise, because I didn't just have them rank their time. I had, uh, 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 sorry, to, I didn't just have them say what they did, like track their time, but I had them r- r- value it.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah it's different. like,
1: how do you feel about this time that you spent? Right. Right. Yeah, and it was also interesting because it was kind of tax time for some people, and so there was a lot of grumbling about. I don't want to do this, but yeah, which we, you would expect. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, it's just it, it's. I had to figure out how they could get as much value as they possibly could in the five days, but that it wouldn't stop if they didn't want it to. Mm-hmm. That they could keep using these. So I spent, I think I spent about three quarters of a day just figuring out, you know, could this be done, how it would be laid out and kind of an outline of what would happen on each day. And then the next day, because I had all this extra time now that I wasn't worried about changing the lights in the garage, um, I had all this extra time on the next day is when I really dug into the each individual exercise. And then I took the exercises myself, like I did them myself because it was like, what would this be like? Let's, you know, so I, I did that as well. And, um, Yeah, I did all those. I didn't do any of the programming or I think in between I wanted a break and I made a Slack icon. I think I did that (laughs) just for fun because it was a little creative. But uh, yeah, I didn't worry about the how uh, of how it was all going to tie together and how I was going to sell it, how I was going to deliver it. I didn't worry about that other than that I knew it was going to be in Slack, that I knew there would be videos and I knew there would be exercises. That's that's all I focused on in the beginning. Mm
0: cool that's that's not, it just as a, a counterpoint for anybody thinking about doing one of these I start when I am that all of everything that you just said I do exact same way but when I'm designing when I'm thinking of what each day is going to be I I think of the homework first like what is the thing I need them to do on this day and then I write a lesson to help them get to it mm-hmm. if you see what I mean so it's like yeah it's like, all right, they need to track their time this this day. What's the story I'm gonna tell? Or what's the, you know, and then what are the um what'll be the mechanics of how they do it or for podcast challenge, it's like, you know, at the end of this day, they need to come up with a name for the show, a promise for the listener, a tagline and cover art. So what do I need to give them? What what can I give them in like under ten minutes if possible? What can I in a ten minute video? What's the barest minimum? I can do can I do this can this happen in 10 minutes mm-hmm. or am I just racing through the material but anyway
1: yeah yeah it's exactly that and and for me the video fed the the homework and and vice versa that's why I really did them at the same time which sounds weird but I had both documents open it was just easier for me to toggle back and forth because I had no interruptions and I cool. just wanted to I was in the zone <laughs> I wanted to figure it out so yeah I did both at the same time
0: cool Cool. Okay. And then once you had, I'm going to get really specific now, get ready to be bored. Uh, Once you had the material, so you got the videos, you got the exercises, you've got these Google docs, you've got word docs. Um, How, how did you plug, how did you plug it together? You you got Slack going on here Mm -hmm. where it sounds like, I think, I don't know if we were recording yet, but it sounds like you emailed each lesson to people and then the conversation was in Slack
1: uh yes, and I also uh, uploaded them into Slack. So I had a a a, a thread for uh, each day. Okay. Day one, day two, day three. Because that way, if there was any deliverability problems with the email, it was in Slack. Mm-hmm. And for Slack people or people who didn't want to be in Slack or don't like to get their messages there, you know, the, everybody got the email as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And you just yeah, prover- I th- you just put that in ConvertKit or something.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah part of this was, and you're going to laugh because this is how your brain works. You think in, in flow diagrams, right? Yeah. So uh, my big thing was, I got to get the videos recorded. Like for me, that felt like the hardest thing. The other stuff felt like it would be easy. Mm-hmm. But, um, and when I say it was hard, just because I was, I was recording the Friday before Christmas, I recorded all of those videos. And it was a day that was relatively quiet, like you know no garbage truck no you know yep. lawnmower which hopefully you won't hear today um so and I, it was funny because I remembered feeling under so much pressure and I you know I, like I did my hair and my makeup and my hair came out like crap and I'm like <laughs> I don't care I'm just gonna I'm just gonna videotape yeah. these things and I wanted to get them all in one take yeah. because I you know it was Christmas time I, there was no way I was gonna get that edited in time to get it up so for some of them you know I maybe recorded them four or five times to get them like one take through other ones just went fine the first time so Mm -hmm. yeah so that was my big worry and then the second I had the videos done that's when my brain went into okay how am I going to put the pieces together and that was fun it's like a puzzle yeah figuring that out and so um I can't remember the order I did these in but the I knew that I had whenever I'd done things before I just love using Zapier to mm-hmm. connect things and so I'm like all right so there's got to be a way to do this and then there was Moon Clerk which I use for other things so I whipped out Moon Clerk <laughs> and I made a copy of something else and you know updated it so I I did all of this before uh, before the holidays, because I was sending it off to my designer and my web guy, and they needed time, especially because I didn't want them to have to work over the holiday. Um, they needed some, actually, I take it back. I'd sent some of this to them ahead of time, but I hadn't done the programming on the Moon Clerk yet. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it was figuring out, okay, so Moon Clerk has to talk to ConvertKit because I have to tag the people who are there. And do I tag them from Moon Clerk or do I tag them when they're in Slack? And how do I do that? And where do I put the videos? And do I do things in Word or do the I do them in Google Docs? <laughs> Hint, I did both. Yeah. Because uh, I just decided, you know, people are very firm in their choices, and yeah. so I was like, uh, so I emailed them the Word doc and the link to the video, and I uploaded the link to the Word docs in Slack. So people had, you know, multiple choices of how they uh, they download the, the exercises. And
0: mm-hmm. where'd you put the videos?
1: Uh, in Vimeo, which is what I use. Although it was funny, I went to upload them and they said, oh, you can only get this many gigs for... And I was like, (laughs) so I had to upgrade. I'm like, okay, I'll just upgrade because I just didn't want to deal with it. Like I could upload some like one a day or something. I'm like, "Ah, (laughs) life's too short. (laughs) So yeah, so I did a few things like that. So I updated some zaps. um, I created some new categories in ConvertKit. Um, and then once I figured out how all the pieces went together, that's when I wrote, and I didn't write it till then. That's when I wrote the, the sales
0: emails. Mm, okay. So before we move on, I have to geek out about the automation a little bit. I promise I won't try. I'll try okay. not to bore everyone.
1: I hope I can answer the questions.
0: <laughs> did, you, did, the, did Zapier publish the emails to Slack or did you schedule the messages in Slack manually?
1: i scheduled the messages in slack manually and i had them come like five minutes after midnight so that because we had people in multiple time zones right so i could have done a zap for that you're saying uh
0: i was asking because you might have figured out something that i didn't <laughs>
1: yeah i didn't see one but that doesn't mean you know i wouldn't rely on my assessment of that
0: yeah i i the way i have it set it up the way i have it set up is that zapier looks at an rss feed and it publishes the lesson from the rss feed into slack I don't use email for mine. I did at one time, but I found that that caused fewer people to log into Slack, and I wanted everybody in Slack. So I said, "Tough, no email. All the lessons are going to be posted in Slack. You have to log in because I because I want people to. You know, do I probably lose some people? Yes, probably people who don't want to use Slack or don't know how to use Slack. But without but people just taking the email thing on their own means they're they, if they right. start they start replying to me in the email and saying like how does it you know I, like, I what thought about, about this? that though. Yeah. I did
1: think about that and I, I decided this was the first one I'd done. I decided to do it anyway for two reasons. One is it's easy enough to push back. If I started getting a lot of them and I didn't, I didn't get any actually. So that was good. Um, But the other is that Slack is probably more the norm for your audience, especially people who are developers. Um, It's pretty comfortable for most people in my audience, but not everybody uses it like comfortably. So I I wanted to do both. Um, So, but I did think about it. I, I hear you. I think it's a good thing to think about.
0: Yeah. I experimented with it. I got too many replies to lessons and i was like nah get out of here yeah you
1: yeah, yeah. kind of defeats the purpose right too. I exactly mean, it's, yeah
0: it's like you know it's this is a group thing if you don't want a group thing i've got other stuff that's not group things um but okay so we. is so where are we now so you've got everything set up you've got, then the sales page so you're up to the sales page um I can imagine I don't know was there anything special oh, no, about I did that? the sales
1: page earlier because I had to get that to to my guy so he had some time. So I'd written the sales page. I just oh. hadn't written the sales emails.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I misunderstood. Yeah. All right. So. And I
1: updated it a little bit, but mm-hmm. not much.
0: So that was the next step, writing the sales emails. How many of those did you do? Hmm. How many did I do? Like a week all uh, oh, right. Yeah,
1: I kind of I kind of posted some or emailed something every week, but I fit it in so there was um we had a the regular Monday drop of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, I had a special bonus episode on my Soulless women podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was sort of sort of salesy, but not directly. Wednesday was a salesy uh, was my usual piece with a sales p- email. Thursday was just regular soloist. Uh, Friday was a uh, was very specific, like you know, are you? Are, I don't remember the the title of it, but it was, are are you happy with how you're moving into 2024? Do you want to try this? Um, and then on Sunday, I sent only to people who had who'd been tagged by ConvertKit as clicking multiple times. I sent them a a, a note one more note kind of like hey mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then i did a last call to my entire list on monday now it started on monday but certainly you know somebody could join any time during the day right. and they did i had yep. like uh 30 percent of the people join on monday yeah i
0: do that too yeah the train is leaving it's but it's not too late I'm trying to think so then the delivery of it you, i imagine is pretty straightforward you just kind of Everything is just going to post. You're going to ride the conversations as they come. Were there any surprises during that period?
1: Yeah, the surprise was that it all worked. (laughs) I kept, I I, I woke up, you know, they were posting it just after midnight Pacific time. And I woke up, I think it was 2 a.m. the first night, and I I got on my phone (laughs) looking to see, did it post? And the the email, I think the email went around the same time. Like, so I just checked to make sure that they went. That's all I cared about was, did they go? Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, because I'd tested all of them but you know until it works and so that that was surprising that it was all and every day knock on wood every day it worked now i did double check those things but still stuff happens with technology yeah Yeah, that's true and then the other thing was i had not tested the moon clerk piece because you can only test moon clerk with a live example right And I didn't feel like doing that. And then, you know, refunding my money. And so it's just a pain in the neck. So I'm Mm. like, all right, I'll just keep fingers crossed. If it's broken, you know, I'll fix it. And um, and I found when I woke up at a normal hour, I'd had sales. So I knew it was working. Cool. So yeah, that was the biggest surprise, honestly, is that all the pieces worked.
0: Cool. A pro tip, you can create a coupon so that you only pay like one penny for... or I don't like to do hundred percent off to test because the flow is slightly different. Uh, so I like to pay a little bit of something, like you know, whatever, a penny or five cents, whatever the minimum is that they let, you, they let you pay. If you if you did want to test, or if someone listening wanted to test.
1: Well, normally I would say test it, but I've used Mo- Moon Clerk a lot. It was a copy of one that works, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and the big question was which I could test, which is you know, it is the link to the Slack space correct like does it work like things like that and then does it does it work when will it tag people and convert kit so i tested all of those things the the only thing i didn't test was you know will it collect your money which arguably is maybe the most important thing but um yeah i I had some comfort level and i you know i'd cleared the decks that morning so if there was a problem i could fix it pretty fast cool it's not like this wasn't like a you know a twelve thousand dollar thing it was a 242 dollar thing and i was i was comfortable not being 100 percent sure on that one especially because it was the holidays
0: right cool yeah i mean that is a that's almost note for note my mvp of like my first one Mm. so yeah anything that i do differently was like a optimization that came much later so that's great. Well,
1: let me let me make a comment though. The other thing I did because because this is a challenge and it feels evergreen, although perhaps more interesting at the beginning of the year, yeah. I decided I would document everything that I did so I could do it again mm-hmm. if I, if I wanted to. And you know, It was funny in the moment, I was like, I don't even know, I haven't tested this at all. I don't know if anybody's even going to buy it. Like it no. could be zero, but documenting it as you go, doesn't take that much more work. And while it's fresh, it was easy. So One of the things I did was I had a document open where I said, okay, these are the things I have to do. Like, I have to create this thing in Moonclerk. I have to test it in ConvertKit. I have to create these things. I have to tie these things together so that I have, I mean, it's not perfect, but I have a document so that the next time I do this, I don't have to reinvent the wheel.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would have forgot. Yeah. It's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I would too. Like, I I'm not crazy about having a million small details. Like, if I can have those things written down as a checklist or at least as a guide to follow, mm-hmm. I am so much happier. And then I can spend my time worrying about the content, which is really where I want to spend my time.
0: Right. Yeah. And just uh, after you do it five times, you're going to be like, I'm going to get a coder to just automate this whole thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You're that's like probably I know the true. system.
0: I'm sick of doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not good at doing regular things like, you know, repetitive things. It's like I'd make a lousy COO. Mm. I'm just not really interested in that. So when I can make it simple and know exactly what to do, then I can I could also hand this off. I mean, I've designed it so somebody else could do this for me.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, that's always an option also.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, just coding it might be faster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what so from start to finish? So from like the week after Thanksgiving, let's say, it was something like six weeks? It launch. was
1: really tighter than that because I didn't do anything after Thanksgiving. I, I sent, let me think, I sent the sales page to my team in the middle of December. So somewhere, I would say after the 15th, but before the 20th. So you so have- I. I wasn't really doing anything on it, other than just kind of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't like write anything down. I didn't like create a plan. I was just thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that.
0: So like, so maybe three weeks of actual work with Christmas yeah. holiday in the middle. Yeah. And how many, how much time do you think you put into the, the whole thing, hours wise, mm-hmm. uh, to get yourself to launch?
1: Yeah. No, I, I get it. Um, I'm thinking so it was a half a day. Half a day, half a day, day and a half. Maybe three days.
0: Cool. Like 24, 25 hours.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I want... It's like bees in your head again. I want to ascribe big numbers to the time I spent thinking about it but not doing it like I'd wake up in the morning and go oh what about that and I would go back and I would like change something that's why I I like having more than just like a week to work on something because you start to think about different ways to make it better without you know getting letting perfectionism take hold but just ways to tweak it so yeah it's probably about that
0: pretty sweet (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, and I I mean if I were to do it again, I I'm, I'm going to wait till I get feedback from this first group that went through it and see what they liked and what was challenging for them. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean even if I had to re-record each of the videos, I could still probably turn the whole thing around in in a day or less right. to do it the second time.
0: Yeah, so many decisions you don't have to remake. It's just focusing yeah. on the content really. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely I've definitely found that like like after three sessions of TPS, I read the whole thing from scratch because I was based based on feedback, and it was not that big a deal because like the the scaffolding and the mechanics are all there. It's just like I just need new videos, and and that's kind of fun, you know, because you're you're mm-hmm. honing your ideas and you're creating something that you have reason to believe is going to be more effective because it's actually been road tested, and uh, it's and you can fix your hair this time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was laughing. I was like, oh, my God, I just cannot look at myself on this video. yet." (laughs) But, you know, what are you going to (laughs) do?
0: I know. Today's today's recording day.
1: It just made me think of something that Pia Silva said when I interviewed her on uh, the Silvest Women podcast. She was talking about um, she has an ongoing program that she's now, it's really what she does. She's gotten rid of all the other stuff. And she actually hired an instructional designer to come oh, in, wow, yeah, and critique how the whole program went together, and that's she said smart. she revamped big chunks of it for that for that very reason. Yeah,
0: that's smart. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, really I thought it was too. It's a big investment, and I know, I I just know what that had to feel like mm-hmm. internally. Like, oh my god, this is my baby, <laughs> and I'm gonna just rip it apart, and it's gonna look like like a rag doll by the time I'm done. But in <laughs> fact, you know, it's gonna be a lot better
0: wild oh, yeah was really if only i knew an instructional designer <laughs>
1: I... oh if... we have some listening yes we
0: do <laughs> uh cool what else do, what else do we do people need to know about clearing the decks
1: Hmm. i mean i think it's just finding a system and i don't mean technology but a system that works for you like i really thought that I was gonna have a 100% technology solution for tracking my projects. Mm -hmm. And I can't believe I have a pile of paper (laughs) on my desk. And I I, I may still convert that to something else, Mm -hmm. but there's something about seeing it and about physically flipping through the pages that is very satisfying. And when I throw it away, like I crumple it up, <laughs> I toss it in the, in the trash. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would say find the system that works for you and don't, whatever it is, follow it. Because th- these things fall apart. Like the minute I don't get a project out of my head and onto my projects list, yes. it falls apart. Because all of a sudden, a piece of my consciousness is tugging on that thing. In fact, I just did it the other day. I was um, saying to my husband, I said, we both need to put this thing that had to do with photos on our project list because neither one of us is doing it and we both need to. He's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's to really follow the system once you create it, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, it does take maintenance. Not unlike a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the lawnmower man I creeping are hearing the it. background. All yeah. right. Yeah. So that's a good place to leave it. Um, I, I, the, the I can't stress enough this the importance of getting that swarm of bees out of your head because they are distracting you like like notifications on your phone. And even if the project is only two steps, like it feels like a waste of time to write it down. But try it; you'll like it.
1: I'm telling you, I I, I honestly I consider myself such an organized person. I get so much done. And I mean, I I was managing another house when I had my investment property I had all kinds of stuff with it. But this, for me, was a complete game changer. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love looking at my list now. And the ones that I don't (laughs) love looking at, if I can't throw them away, I get them done really fast because I don't want to see them.
0: Yep. Yeah. Love it. All right, cool. cool. We can leave it there for this week. All right, folks, that's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark.
1: And I'm Rochelle Moulton.
0: And we hope you join us again next time for the Business of Authority. Bye.
1: Bye Bye-bye.